Welcome to the High Peak Summer 2019 Camp Staff Podcast, where we interview our camp staff to learn a little bit more about their journey and their story. We have another guest with us this morning. Surprise, surprise, because that's all this podcast is, is special guests. So, but today our special guest is uh, sitting beside me. And why don't you introduce yourself? Hi there. Uh, my name is Ross and I come all the way from sunny Scotland. Sunny? Why did you throw the sunny in? Because it's not sunny. It rains a lot. <laughs> because it rains a lot here. Wait, does it rain a lot back home? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's notorious for it. Yeah. Is the weather here similar to back home? Honestly, I think so much of Colorado is similar to Scotland. Really? Like the mountains, the weather, even the people. And saying that, I will walk into Estes Park and like 40% of the people I meet will have Scottish heritage or will have like a Scottish surname. Really? I feel really at home here. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I actually, so my only exposure to Scotland is maybe like uh, tourist material or mm. pictures or movies. Mm. So I don't know why, but when I picture Scotland, like I don't picture trees. I picture hills and rocks, like hillsides, green hillsides mm. with rocky. Mm. Uh, is that true or no? No, no. Like the amount of times I will be traveling through Colorado and will think like, this is crazy. I could just be in Scotland. Just think really? like it is so similar. Except the only thing is that we have the sea as well. So we get, sure. okay, so we right, get beaches right, right. and stuff as well. So I would I would say that the Colorado like mountain scenery is more beautiful because it's more vast, it's okay. more grand. Sure. Um, but then Scotland's got the sea, so yeah, it's kind of even, I guess. You'll have water and you have the mountains. Yeah, kind yeah of like, okay, like, okay. So, for, so Glasgow's the biggest city in Scotland. It is. And from the centre of Glasgow, which is where I had an apartment, um, I could get to a national park within 50 minutes. Oh, and then wow. from that national park, you know, you're in the mountains and that, you could get to the sea in like 40 minutes maybe. Really? Um, so everything's just so like relative. Like. So it's the biggest city. How many people live there? Uh, I think the... If you were to just talk about Glasgow, it's about six or seven hundred thousand. Really? If you were to talk about Greater Glasgow, it's about maybe one point two million. So like smaller that, than like Denver. Yeah, like a, yeah, a little bit smaller than. Denver. But big city. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Is that where most people go? Like when they, is that the main? Like when they go to visit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a pretty big destination. Uh, a lot of people go to Edinburgh, which is the capital. Oh, I've heard and that. Okay. Got, yeah, and that's got like the castle, and it's got like a lot of history behind it as well. Um, and a lot of people go further up north um, to all the, the whiskey distilleries and national parks and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay, but, right. Yeah. I actually am so naive to um, world geography. And I was I was thinking, I'm gonna, I was going to say another city that I know. Hmm. But then I think in my head, I think it's Ireland. Is, go Be- for it. is Belfast Ireland? <laughs> That's not is Ireland. Ireland? Oh, my Ireland. gosh. Although, see? saying that, I was in Belfast last year. <laughs> And I think that it is crazy similar to Glasgow. Really? Like, it is almost the same city. Because that's a opinion. big city. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so that's the capital of Northern Ireland. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. And Northern Ireland is part of the UK. You've got it. But the Republic... What's the other one? Republic of Ireland. And that's That's not, separate, yeah. That is separate. Yeah. So, different countries? Uh, so, it's like... They're on, it's the same land, obviously. It's yeah, just yeah. split where yeah. the, the top is Northern Ireland and then the Republic is the, the large majority of it. And the, Northern Ireland is part of the UK and the Republic of Ireland is separate. Interesting. Okay, wow. We've had Irish staff before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, we got sidetracked all, yeah. about, all, about, uh, all about your home. but um, So that's where you're from. And let me ask you this. How did you find High Peak Camp? You've been here a couple of years. Talk about that. Yeah, so this is my third year uh, being a high peak camp. 
Uh, I initially I just I, th I thought to myself like what's a good way to spend my summer and uh, it was my, my mother that was recommending just doing something through this agency called uh, Camp America and I looked into it and one of the questions that they ask you uh, for the application process is like oh would you be willing to work at a, a Christian camp or uh, a camp that's got you know that treats kids with disabilities or a Jewish camp you know lots of different camps sure and uh, I said yes I'd be willing to work at a Christian camp being a Christian and from there uh, finished out my application went through my interviewing process and then uh, Jill approached me and uh, so did a few other camps and what I really liked about when Jill approached me is that she wasn't forceful about it. She was very understanding that if I felt more drawn to another camp, that that was completely cool, you know, that I should go where I am happiest with. She was right. very, very open about that. And if anything, that drew me nearer High Peak wow. camp. Yeah. So, yeah, from there, I went to High Peak and haven't regretted it. That so. was history. I think that when we end those interviews, um, we really try to be intentional say, we want to pray about accepting you but yeah. at the same time we want you to pray about accepting yeah, us yeah. and uh, that's what you're talking about yeah. and for <laughs> me that's awesome. just like i just i love that openness you know of not trying sure. to like, no no you should work for us no you like our camp's the best like was, a used car salesman yeah, exactly yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, okay, it was yeah. like no like you'll have a great time here but if you see yourself somewhere else like we understand sure. and i really appreciate so that, that was your, that was three years ago so what was your first that first year what was your role i was a wilderness counselor wilderness counselor yeah. and last year you were rec director rec director and yeah. this year and this year soon so some continuity in the last two yeah, years yeah yeah what would you say is the biggest difference between being a counselor wilderness counselor to being rec director what is some of the biggest differences so for me just I feel like I could have took any job uh, that wasn't with wilderness and it would just be a huge difference the wilderness is just, a, a, it's just a different world yeah, like, yeah. Um, just all the, the schedules different the activities are different you're working with older kids um, it was just completely different and sure. in so many aspects I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed uh, working uh, alongside older kids you know that you could just have really meaningful raw conversations with you know and just really fruitful conversations like Sometimes with younger kids, you kind of have to, um, you know, uh, simplify, simplify, more things. guarded, exactly, yeah, sure. exactly, yeah. Um, which is fantastic. Still, still, I thoroughly enjoy as well. But sometimes just with older kids, you get yeah. those really fantastic conversations. But then again, obviously, working with older kids, I feel that the if any problems do arise, sometimes they're like they're more serious, serious problems, yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's it's perks and benefits, but yeah, uh, yeah, I really enjoy. Do problems. you remember that first year? So that first year, I think it was like my second week here. And, you know, I, I was in the military and I, I've trained jujitsu mm. and I play sports. I, I'm in basketball leagues. In fact, I was in one right before I moved here. And I move up here and catching my breath was still kind yeah, of new yeah, for me. Yeah. And I remember it, it must have been, maybe it might have been one weekend and, and, and some of the teen campers were saying, are you going to go on a hike with us? Are you going to go on a hike? And I said, sure, I can go on a hike. Like I, what, what, a little hike up here somewhere. And it was Oozle Falls. It was Oozle Falls. And I came down that morning. I don't even know what time. Maybe 6 a.m. I came down that morning and I looked around and all of these teen campers had water bottles. <laughs> yeah. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I should have a water bottle. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. So I went back and I got a water bottle. And when I came back down, I realized they all had jackets yeah. and lunches. <laughs> and I said... Well, maybe I need to bring a snack. I had no clue, right? So I go, do you remember this hike? I do. Really I went know. on this hike and um, there was one camper, I don't want to say his name, but there was one camper yeah, that was struggling yeah. to get up. And uh, 
I volunteered to help stay Which back. Was very good oh, of course, very and it was had nothing to do with my my, <laughs> my ability to hike. Uh, that was quite an amazing hike. I have since done Uzo Falls, and and uh, and it was fine. Yeah. But when I just moved here from zero elevation, literally in California, yeah. right on yeah. the sea, uh, it was quite amazing. Well, I feel you like Glasgow as well as like Bangor, sea level, sea yeah, level, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So going from that to you know over nine thousand feet it takes some time it does it really does yeah Um, yeah i remember having a talk with you on that on that hike um just about faith in general and i mm -hmm. think i think actually we talked a lot about the salvation army Mm -hmm. you were asking me a lot of questions Mm -hmm. about the salvation army um which actually inspired um in our orientation period uh last year and this year inspired me to do a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. um and 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 sharing about the uniqueness of the salvation army some of the ministries we do around the world um, so thank you for that because yeah. that's that's where that came from. So you you chose to to uh, work at a Christian camp, or at least you said yes, I'm willing to. And we are a Christian camp, and we picked you. Um, some other camps reached out to you, but you came came to us two years ago. Mm. And w- tell me more about your faith. Did you grow up in the church, or tell me a little bit about your yeah, faith journey? So uh, I grew up. Uh, my grandparents would take uh, myself, my younger brother, and my cousin to church every week. Um, and I don't know, I just, uh, as I got older, my, my my cousin and my younger brother definitely sort of fell away from the faith, you know. Um, there's not really many people in my family that are Christians. It's really? really okay. Uh, to be honest, it's really myself and my grandparents sure. uh, that are, you know, the sort of serious Christians, shall we say. Okay. Um, and I sort of fell away from my faith and uh, went through quite a lot of sort of difficult times and whatnot through my childhood and a lot of experiences that, pushed me away from God I feel and then uh, I can't remember like, an exact period of time but there was just a period of time where it just it all made sense you know and it's kind of what my testimony about is that God puts us through hardships not because he's trying to punish us um, but it's the exact opposite sure. he's put us through hardships to, to strengthen us like physically mentally but most importantly spiritually like we we go through difficult times and when we go through these hardships we can either run away from god or we can you know dive into his love and into his arms and just be like god i've got no one just now and i need you um and from that you know we will be strengthened so i made that decision to to start you know committing more to my faith again and looking into it more and that was a baby at the age of maybe 16, 17. Okay. Um, and then, so when I came and applied for a high peak camp, uh, I was certainly a Christian yeah. and a strong Christian, but I didn't, just because of where I grew up, I grew up with no Christian friends. Just the ch- right. I went to a very traditional church. There was okay. very few young people. I really? mean, there was like myself and one other guy who was on the sound booth that I just never saw. Um, so I, I had like zero Christian friends. Wow. So to come to this camp and just be surrounded by so many just awesome, incredible Christians my age was mind blowing to me. Sure. Um, and I, I say it repeatedly, but this camp is one of the main stepping stones for me that just ignited my faith yeah. um, to the extent that uh, last week for... Uh, donor day when I was able to give that speech you know in front of all the donors like that meant the world to me like yeah. it, it, it seriously that just well you did a phenomenal job by the way and I, I don't know if I had a chance to say that but you did get to share for the podcast listeners we do a donor day where donors of our camp come out and uh, get to see camp for a day and this year they wanted to hear from a counselor mm-hmm. uh, who had worked here and so we asked Ross to share um, kind of his story and and his experience here at High Peak and you did a phenomenal job a lot of people said that they were very um, grateful to hear 
how it affected uh, your journey. And, uh, and I think specifically you also talked about um, uh, your degree. So you, mm. you, had, you have finished a degree? Yeah, so I just finished uh, my degree about a month and a half ago. Yeah. And so it's a, a math degree uh, back in Scotland. And initially I was thinking, oh, fantastic, I'll do the math degree. You know, I can get into jobs that are really high-paying jobs, you know, and uh, I'll have all this money and whatnot. Um, and as the years uh, progressed and as my Christian faith developed, I started to think less and less and less about money um, to the extent that in the past two years in particular, uh, I've just realised money just it does not bring joy. I mean, of course, like money um, is important and it brings sure. happiness and it's obviously beneficial and helpful and it's good to have. But to seek a career, in my eyes, um, that is just completely money-driven, it's just the wrong way to go. Um, so because of that, I'm uh, now moving to New Zealand after this summer and looking to get in summer, some form of you know, ministry or community outreach or um, through a church I'm hoping for. Right. Um, where whereas I could just be going straight into doing like a, a postgraduate job, sure. you know, go for, for sit a, in an office, yes, yeah, in an office, yeah. or work for a bank. I've got a lot of friends yeah, yeah. doing that, and like fair play to them, you know. If, sure, that, sure. if that's what makes them happy, I'm I'm more than happy for them. Sure. But just uh, you just know it's not for you. I know it's not for me. Yeah. I want to do yeah. something that's lasting that's and awesome. the most important thing I can think of is my. Faith. Well, I think it's important that you pursue that because if you didn't, you're going to be unhappy, right? Exactly, it's not going to exactly. be uh, fulfilling for you. So, um, did by the way, did um. Did Audrey connect you with some people from uh, New Zealand? Yes, she wrote a reference for me. She did. Okay. Yeah, and okay. Good. I want to make sure. I this is a. I mean, I guess the podcast didn't need to know yeah. that. But I, I did. I know she talked about that, so that's good. Um, well, that's good. Let me ask you this: In all your years of camp, what would you say overall is the um, most undeniably the most favorite thing of yours about camp? Being at camp, being on staff. What's the best thing? The best thing. Um, I mean, ultimately, we. We come to camp and we meet all these just incredible people from all over the world with some of just awesome stories um, you know we have incredible memories we go on insane adventures but ultimately the main reason we should be coming to this camp is to preach to these kids you know yeah, yeah. to show christ's love you know into these kids lives um, and i think if you ask you know, most of the staff I, I would expect them to say their favorite time of the day is like nighttime devotion you know i hear that a lot uh, exactly just yeah. because that's that's what we're here for like of course uh, coming to such a beautiful part of the world and making lots of friends and having lots of fun is is a f fantastic perks of the job but sure you know we are here to for the kids so yeah, yeah hands down just some of the devotions mm. i've been in um <coughs> i've just been incredible i was in one last night and we're just in a, a q a session and just some of the questions were just so really deep, so huh? so deep and so yeah. mature for like eight and nine year olds just to sure. ask those questions and to be genuinely interested and wanting an answer from me, you know. So yeah, I, I definitely would say that's they're my, seeking. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and I, so I love great. seeing that. You know, they're yeah. not they're not just thinking, oh, I'll ask a question to break the silence or something. It's like no, they want to know, yeah, um, which is just so awesome to see. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. I I've popped in on some uh, devotions throughout the. Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the year and it, it's it's something different the kids yeah. are all you know they can be wild and, and be goofing around and then but they know like that's the yeah. time where we're going to get serious yeah. And, yeah. and have an opportunity so i'm glad to hear that um well, let me ask you this what is something that you when you're here in the states and uh, and even next year when you're uh, the, or then the fall when you're in another country new zealand what is something you're going to miss from back home back home hmm so I think for me, I <laughs> I really really enjoy traveling. Like traveling is 
apart from my faith, um, I'd say like music and traveling are my two biggest passions, especially okay. traveling. Sure. Um, and I think it's just because I've lived in the same city my whole life that I feel like whenever I get an opportunity, I, I just I'm out of the country, you yeah, know, sure, somewhere sure, else. Sure. So. Apart from family and friends, like I mean, I, I love Scotland. I'm I'm passionate about how great a country of course, Scotland is. Of course, but uh, no, there's not, there's not many things I miss. And I hear so many councillors say things like, "Oh, I really miss a good cup of tea," or I've heard this, like, okay, yeah, or yeah. a particular chocolate, or, yeah, yeah, or I really yeah. wish I had that. Like, no, I don't really get that. There's not those like, things. I just I just look forward to the next. Let one, me phrase know. the question in a different way then. Go for it. If you were to fly home, or when you fly home next, what is the first thing you want to? Let's talk about food. What's good. the first food item you want? to enjoy like something like that's what i need in my life if it was from colorado it would definitely be like fresh fish really like seafood yeah oh, okay yeah. all right and seafood's not great you know? well I, i'm always worried <laughs> by seafood in the middle of the country yeah i know i know for for obvious reasons yeah, yeah. But, uh, we, we yeah. moved to this one town and it was probably a good four and a half hours from the sea it yeah. was in california it was about four and a half hours from the water and we saw a sushi place and my mm. wife and i said i don't think yeah. we're gonna go to that sushi place yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, good. Um, I, I have a, a, a little quiz I want to do. I do with everybody on the podcast. Yeah. So it's a music quiz. You're going to hear these things in your ears. When you know what these tunes are, okay. um, I want you to, uh, to share, um, with the listeners, if you can guess them. Can we okay. do that? So I'm going to start with one that I think maybe should be relatively, um, easy. Uh, let's start with this one. Here you go. You ready? Go for it. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, do you already know what it is? Yeah, it's a flower of Scotland. I've never heard this. You never heard that? No, I've never heard it, but it. Oh, it's beautiful. Is it I always with it. the bagpipes? Yeah. Well, traditionally, yeah. And football matches, when would they play yeah, this? Yeah, like, like rugby matches in particular. Does it uh, get faster? Uh, no, not particularly. I'm going to jump ahead. Ooh, little drums. Uh, National anthem. National anthem. Yeah. Is it, yeah? yeah. So here's something I don't understand. You got that right. Um, here's something I don't understand. You have a national anthem. Yeah. You are your own country. Yeah. But you're part of the United Kingdom, so you're yeah. all kind of so tied together. But you, what money do you use? Pound sterling, same as the rest of the UK. So how so does that work? So I think like, so Colorado's its own state, but it's tied together with all these other states in America. Okay. So think of think of Colorado and Scotland, kind of. As if Colorado was a country and America was like the greater country. So Scotland is its own, it's its own country and it's got its own individual laws, but it also has to abide by the British laws the same way that Colorado can have its own individual laws, but has to uh, can have its state laws, but has to abide by you know like the the national. Uh, That's probably the best way it's been explained to me. Yeah. Because I didn't under really understand yeah. it. Um, but that's fine. And and cu- countries leaving and entering, I mean, maybe that doesn't happen. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Can you can you guess this song? Here we go. go. Here's one for you. <laughs> Do you know this one? It is. Yeah. How do you know that? Just quite a popular song. L- in the listen, UK, I guess people listening to the podcast are going to get annoyed with this story, but I kind of tell you, Go I played it. this song for one of our British staff members, yeah. 
And uh, when I played it, I said, wait a minute, I know this song. <laughs> so growing up, we have this song in America called Our Country Tis of Thee. Yeah. And it's this tune. It's the same tune. We yeah. took the tune yeah. and wrote our own American lyrics to it. Sounds, sounds, is that, accurate, sounds accurate to me. Sounds like America, doesn't it? Is that is that is it appropriate to go Merca on yeah, that one? Yeah, definitely, okay, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so you know those two. Those those were some pretty easy ones. We're gonna make it a little bit harder. Go for it. Um, this this one has a relation um, to to uh, to your home, and okay. let's see if you know what this is from. I dream the dream oh, time gone by. Uh, Susan Boyle. It is Susan Boyle. Why do I play Susan Boyle? Is she Scottish? She is yeah. Scottish. Did you know that? That she was Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course. Yeah. She's got famous, man. Yeah, yeah. Is she big in America? Uh, she was. Yeah. When she won that show, was it British Scott? Yeah, Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. When she won that show, she blew up. I mean, in she, America, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even oh, wow. here, because because I think a lot of it came from. I don't think the show airs here, but I think that this clip in particular was her audition. Mm. And I think, if you remember, she just kind of yeah, frazzled yeah, and yeah. and they were kind of scoffing. I've never seen it on YouTube. It got like, oh, n- goose- like 90 million hits or something like oh, that. Like, yeah, the first time I ever saw it, just chills. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it, it was it, incredible to be it, like. it really is. It really is. Um, here's another one uh, I have for you. Let's see if you can guess this one. I don't know where I started this in the song. Let's see. Let it be. Gosh, you are good with your music. <laughs> Do you know who's playing it? Should I know who's playing it? No, you should not. But you've been to <laughs> you've been to the Salvation Army enough to know that we play brass. Oh, is that and it's this is the Army. Salvation Army International Staff Band. So right. one of the premier brass bands in the Salvation Army uh, covered a Beatles album. They. Uh, they did a whole Beatles album uh, years back, I believe. But um, yeah, this is "Let It Be" by, wow. by, and you know who? Obviously, you know who wrote it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last one is kind of a fun thing. I did this with Weston on his podcast uh, during the chapels and during or or campfires and activities. Sometimes you guys do a Disney quiz mm, and mm, you play Disney songs. Mm. Are you familiar with Disney songs? I, I am awful. You're Disney awful. If this is what we're doing, I'm gonna. I'm You're gonna bomb. Dis- so you nailed gonna... the other ones. Oh yeah, any like. Any other form of music, yeah, but if it comes to Disney. Let's see, uh, let's see. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play we'll, it. We'll I give can, it a whirl. I'll okay, go, here we'll we go. go for Here's it. the first one. Here it comes. Oh, that's no, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Okay, yeah. so you're one for one. Should okay. we just stop right, there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, let's, yeah. Go, let's go to the next one. You probably get this next one. <laughs> Wherever I roam, uh, I couldn't book. be you're two for two, Ross. I think you know Disney more yeah, than these you are. Think. These are classics. They, these are the classics. There are some harder ones. Let's see this one. This is my my stump you. Okay. I'll give you a hint. There's a pumpkin in the scene. Uh, it, this one is Cinderella. Cinderella, go ahead. How about this one? Oh, there's no words. Oh, there's no sound yet. Hang on. Oh, Tarzan. It is Tarzan. I'm just saying that because it's Phil Collins. It is. Phil yeah, Collins. you can tell. He, like, he does a lot of Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you one more, and I know you're going to nail this last one. You okay, ready? Here we go. So. Here it is. 
<laughs> this has been a running skit yeah, that yeah. you guys at programs have done and I will tell you that every single week that I watch this skit I am afraid that Larry is going to injure herself <laughs> because she runs into trees and she plays dopey I think yeah, so yeah. well um, no but we, I don't know if you saw it but I think it was two weeks ago we did the skit in the amphitheater except we did it de- dressed as separate Disney characters oh, okay. and Larry had a, a frying pan as in our skit okay. um, and I'm on the stage and I'm <laughs> playing my character um and Larry comes out of nowhere and literally smacks me full force in the face with this frying pan. No way. Like close to knocking me out, basically. And I'm just stood up, like pretending to be dazed, but at the same time genuinely concerned oh, that I might just have this like bump on my goodness. head. Like, yeah, I got a big wow. laugh out of the kids. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it, That's was, funny. it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth yeah, it. It was yeah. getting smacked in the head. <laughs> she didn't mean to. She meant to, or she just no, she, she, I think she meant to hit me, but not like, not like full that. Full on. Like I was like. Larry is uh, she's pretty funny and yeah, that she's, uh, she's she's uh she's a character. Actually, I need to get her on the podcast. I haven't yeah. haven't had her she on the podcast. She would be hilarious so. in the podcast. Uh Ross, we're running low on time, so I want to end with one question that I end every one of my podcasts with um or at least I have done on quite a few of them. Uh the question is this. What question do you have for me? So it's an opportunity for you to kind of be the interviewer, come up with a question. I know it's right on the spot, mm. but any question you can think of that uh, that you'd be curious for me to answer uh, yeah. is your opportunity. I I would like to know what is your favorite aspect of, firstly being part of the Salvation Army, but second, like being a captain in the yeah. Salvation Army. Yeah, let me tell you, I um I grew up in the Salvation Army, mm. so my my mom's parents were officers in the Salvation Army, mm. and uh, their family was all in the Salvation Army, and my dad was in the Navy, so he'd go out to sea, and uh, when he'd go out to sea, mom would take us down to the Salvation mm. Army. We'd go to camp, we'd go to programs. And, um, so I kind of grew up with that knowledge and I went to a retreat when I was probably, I was probably 26 and it was a retreat to talk about officership, becoming a minister in the Salvation Army. And they, they had all these presentations and none of them were really hitting hard to me, but they had a fun night and the fun night they brought in this illusionist or magician. I can't remember what he was. And he did his whole thing. And at the very end, he put all his tricks away and he said, you know, I have to tell you to, it's about 150 Salvation Army people interested in becoming ministers. Mm. And he said, I have to tell you, I don't normally do shows for the Salvation Army. He said, I've never done one. He said, but when I got the phone call to do this, he said, I knew I couldn't turn it down. He said, uh, I came and he said, and I'll tell you why. He said, I think he said when he was seven or eight years old, whatever it may be. He said, my dad lost his job at the factory. And for three years, my dad did not have, uh, my family didn't, my dad didn't have a job. Mm. And he said, for three years, a Salvation Army person in a uniform showed up on my doorstep every Friday with a bag of groceries. And my family survived off the groceries from the Salvation Army for three years. And right in that moment, like God's Holy Spirit grabbed me Mm. and said, this is why you're going to be a minister Mm. in the Salvation Army. And it was huge, transformational. And so, um, much like you already mentioned earlier in the podcast about uh, these kids pouring it into these kids and these kids that are searching and these kids that come from homes that don't hear I love you or don't have three meals a day or don't don't get reminded to take a shower or mm. brush your teeth. Um, to me, being a part of summer camp and being a part of this ministry of the Salvation Army is huge. Uh, uh, for me, it's, it, it's, it reminds me daily, especially being here at camp. Mm. Um, in when I'm when I'm not stationed here as a as a divisional youth secretary and I'm stationed at a at a core Salvation Army Church, um, 
one thing that keeps me constantly reminded is every single day people come into my building for uh, bus passes, food box, um, uh, support with their electric bill. And this is not, I'm not throwing shade on any other church, but when I drive by other churches, Monday through Saturday, they're just empty buildings. But the Salvation Army, Monday through Friday, I have thousands of people who come in who need help. And I find it completely, um, I'm humbled by the fact that people who have resources choose the Salvation Army to help other people. Uh, And I really just see ourselves as a conduit. People who need help, know they can come to the Salvation Army and people who want to help know they can give to the Salvation Army and we just connect the two parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'll be honest with you, I I, I just, I, I think when I read scripture and especially the red words when I read what Jesus, how he lived his life, I think I think that, that is a, a worthy calling just mm-hmm. like any other ministry would be. Uh, but for me personally, um, I, I am, I'm here because yeah. that's where I believe God has, yeah. has led me. Yeah, yeah like, um, th- thank you for, to, for that yeah um, absolutely i uh, i actually and back in scotland with the salvation army i knew it firstly as um sort of a, an organization that helped like uh, homeless people or people's sure. addiction way before i knew that it was a christian organization really? yeah and yeah. then way way before i knew that i had like churches and whatnot wow. so that i knew of it as that sort of like center of um, help and aid when, it, when it's needed um, before I even knew it was a Christian organisation and like absolutely it's, it's one of the main you know aspects of the Salvation Army um, and hopefully it's, it's one of the ways that I when I moved to New Zealand but it's, it's I want to work stay out, connected uh, stay connected yeah. for sure yeah. you know um, yeah. and you know whether I work through the Salvation Army or alongside the Salvation Army or just doing you know a separate job you know it, it's community outreach to me is something that's extremely important so sure. when I hear of all these things fantastic things all over really the world like all over the world I, yeah I couldn't believe it as well I looked in New Zealand thinking oh there'll be a few cores that I can apply to yeah. and I looked it up there must be I don't know about 70 odd or something like it was crazy and I was like right well we're going to be here for a while yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you know what Ross that's amazing and I and I would encourage you to stay connected and I know we've we've talked about this offline and we'll continue but um, yeah, the connection is strong and, and, uh, and, and there we're everywhere yeah, and, and yeah. really it's, and it's also funny. I think it's funny that you say you knew it as this. And a lot of people say that I, I know the Salvation Army does good and mm. I know they help homeless, but and I didn't really know it was like a church, yeah, but it's just yeah. funny because our name, the yeah, Salvation yeah, Army, yeah, like yeah. we're an army, uh, <laughs> trying to lead people to salvation. Uh, and so it's pretty funny because. Yeah. You just know the name, but you don't think, what, that, what does that mean? It, it clicks all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense after you know, like, oh, yes, of course. Um, no, that's great. And uh, Ross, we are out of time. And I just want to say that uh, we have absolutely loved having you on staff the last couple of years. And um, you've been uh, just an instrumental part of our of our, um, of our our leading these kids to Christ and, and being a part of their, their journeys. Uh, you know, our our our. our a uh, theme for this year, pursue the journey, um, mm-hmm. trying to encourage these kids to continue looking at that journey of faith. What does it look like? And, um, I am, I'm extremely excited to, to hear your story of how it's transformed your life. Mm-hmm. But also we know that hundreds and hundreds of kids that have, uh, you've worked with over the last few years have, um, have been encouraged and motivated to seek that faith and continue that journey of faith. And so we thank you for that. Sure. Um, I also, last thing I ask is, uh, it's too early to ask you to commit to coming back next year. Okay, I won't do that on the <laughs> But would you commit that you would want to if you could? Can you I, say that? I, I if, if I'm free, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing yeah, next course. month, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah sure, you know, sure. But like, 
um, after every year finishing this camp I've said you know I, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be coming back you know I'd like yeah, yeah. it's it's not a yes it's not a no yeah, but, of course but not. I, I can, I'm completely open to the well that's awesome point. Ross we would we would take you back in a heartbeat and uh, if you apply next week we'll we'll do the interviews and get you <laughs> squared away no but but, uh, but really we truly appreciate you and we thank you and uh, and also thanks for joining this podcast yeah my pleasure yeah thank we're excited to uh, capture some of your story and hopefully some people who are on staff here that uh, that uh, didn't get to know you as well as they wanted maybe they hear this podcast and learn a little bit more about you yeah I hope so well awesome thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.